Welcome, Forrest. Howdy, Mark. Hello, Josh. Glad to be back. I love it when I'm here, wherever I am. Wherever I am. I love it when I'm here. So, you guys didn't forget my name. Aw. Who? Yep. That didn't last long. <laughs> we're, we're a video game podcast, but we're going to talk about Star Wars. Dun, again. Dun, dun, dun. Except this time we mean to talk about Star Wars. It's not just Right, right. This tangent. was intentional. <laughs> this would be funny if this is the time we can't think of anything to say. <laughs> like, um, lightsabers are pretty cool. Oh, don't worry. I have plenty to fucking say. That would not be first. We've been talking about making maybe a companion episode to each of the new Mandalorian episodes as they come. I would be so happy. So yes. if that's something people would like, uh, podcast at GamerDA.com. Now, okay, I would like to set the record straight now. How spoilery are we getting? Just for a warning, if you have not seen the latest episode of The Season Mandalorian... Season 2, Episode 1. <clears throat> it does, in fact, have a Mandalorian and a half in it. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't even call that a Mandalorian. Because the Mandalorian's the decree. It's the religion. It's the... That's why right. I said and a half. The feng shui. He was for a while, damn it. Not really at all, but... <laughs> that did not... It did not turn out how I thought it would, honestly. Which one? With the with the armor. I'm... I... Okay. Should we just say it out loud? Go for it. Boba Fett is in fucking Mandalorian, which he should have been from season one, but I understand they needed to have Din have his own dedicated story, then throw in the fan service. So, <clears throat> Boba Fett, the baddest motherfucker, is in Mandalorian. <sighs> they have to be building something up, and it can't just be a little two-episode thing. I, I suspect Boba Fett is going to be the main villain for the first half of the series until that Imperial fucker comes back. Then they're probably going to team up and take him on. I don't know. He seemed... The reason I don't think so is because they literally just killed the crate Dragon. He's stuck on Tatooine. I don't know really if... Are they, would they really use Boba Fett as a villain right now? The reason is because Boba Fett's for hire. He's going to go where the money mm -hmm. is. He was that way, you know, in Empire and Return of the Jedi. But you know... Now the job is dead. Who's his main contractor? Mm, well, well, let's put it to you this way. He's been on Tatooine for 30 years. No, he hasn't. How long has he been on Tatooine then? Like six months. This doesn't take place that far after Return of the Jedi. The one thing that I do worry is, would they give us that heavy of a hand this early in the season? What if this is a bait and switch? What if that's a clone? Then that is wasted time. He was there all is not much you can do to make that satisfying. He was all scarred. I know, I know. But it was just there was you that just moment. To trigger us. Just, oh, there yeah. was that moment when I first, I first thought about it. I'm like, fuck. Like well, that's Boba okay, Fett. Okay, okay. But Boba Fett is a clone. Yeah, that's my point. But not all clones are Boba Fett. But Boba Fett is a clone of Jango Fett. Yeah. But he wasn't unaltered. Made, yeah, he wasn't made. Uh, he wasn't enhanced in growth and all that stuff. So. I know. That's why I said not all clones are Boba Fett. So it, it, it made me laugh for a second because I had that split second of, what if this is fucking bait and switch? Yeah, what if it's Captain Rex or whoever the fuck people are saying it could be? Eight, five be. years. Okay, so he's been on... He's Okay, so Boba Fett's been on Tatooine for five years. I honestly think 
that whole situation was just fan service. They were just jacking us off to make us happy. It didn't work if that's all they're going to end with. My suspicion, who do you hire to track down a Mandalorian? You hire um, Boba Fett. Now, I, I, I don't know. I'm really hoping that that fucking Imperial fucker from the last one, Grand Moff uh, Gideon. Gideon. I hope he tries to hire Boba Fett. Well, he has the Darksaber. Which is a Mandalorian weapon. Right. But, I mean, whoever is holding the Darksaber is the de facto leader of the Mandalorians. Really? I don't know the history of it other okay. than it's a Mandalorian weapon. Right. That's why it threw me for a fucking flip when, at the very end, he cuts out of the TIE Fighter, Gideon does, and he's got the Darksaber, and I'm like, fuck. He's going to have to pull rank over... Anyway, so... If he sees that he has a Darksaber, he has one of two choices. He either has to say, you're in charge. The only other thing he can do is challenge him in a fight to the death for the Darksaber. And then if he does, he'll take possession of the Darksaber and then become Mandalore. the Mandalore. Or the Mandalore. M-A-N-D, comma. There's a comma in there for the leader. Uh, there must be now. There isn't in the Night Shield Republic. Oh, my fucking God, Forrest. Well, the old Actually, book. I'm just fucking with you, dude. There is... They say that there is... I was reading online. They were talking about this pointing to the Knights of the Old Republic. I have words about that. I was going to save that for later, but... Oh, well, then go ahead and go with it. Now, you're going to talk about the Pearl? Oh, I'm going to talk about the whole fucking scenario. Go okay. for it. Okay. So, everybody... Okay. People are like, man, this episode is such a great throwback to episode four. There's so many callbacks to that. Mm-hmm. Does it not occur to you that this entire episode is literally, verbatim, the best mission from KOTOR 1? <laughs> the, the mission where you hunt a crate dragon? Okay, Josh. I'm going to describe to you. Hold on. Let me describe to listeners your face. Your cheeks are flush. Oh, There's fire coming off your back. That's Flames on the side of my face. <laughs> Flames? <laughs> I'm turning into Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal. <clears throat> oh, I know I'm blushing and I'm loving it. No, it's not blush. It's like rage. You're like, <laughs> motherfuckers can't even write an original goddamn episode for the best no, show. I'm glad. I'm, okay, okay. Th this is good fan service. Okay, okay. Because they, they took KOTOR and they cranked that shit up to 11. Okay, okay. Because we've discussed before, I never played the KOTOR games. I don't like turn-based combat. I don't blame you, but the story is worth it, but there is so much combat, especially in the second one. If you don't like combat, it may not be worth it. Knights of the Old Republic uh, was a turn-based RPG, came out for the original Xbox and eventually for the PC. And actually, if you got down into the nitty-gritty of the story and got past uh, the mechanics of it, it actually had a really cool storyline to it. I actually I, really enjoyed that game. I dare say it has a better story than all the prequels and sequels combined. Not quite as good as the original trilogy, but it's so close in quality to I'm, me. I'm not completely ignorant of the storyline because I watch a lot of YouTube. <clears throat> and because as much as I fucking ramble on about it. So I've seen a lot of what happens. Anything, but anytime you have a uh, robot that calls you a meat bag constantly, it makes you feel Followed good. by Master. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh... But with KOTOR, like... Droid, not a robot. Wow, true. <laughs> the whole the whole build-up for that... We almost called it a movie. But the <laughs> whole build-up for that game, like even at the end, there, there, there were moments that I kind of got a whiff of what they were throwing you. 
in the end you find out that you were actually a, a Sith Lord. Not just a Sith Lord. The most Thus, badass Sith Lord yeah. who's ever fucking lived up to v, that point. with a capital T-H-E. Yeah. Revan. Dude, Revan and Boba Fett are my two favorite Star Wars characters, followed by Bane. Right. I love Bane. I love Darth Bane. They're thinking about adapting that to live action, and so With Batista. Yeah, Dave Batista is. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I like Batista. I was pissy about it until <sighs> I finally broke down and saw Spectre. That motherfucker is more intimidating in that movie than he is in all okay. his years of wrestling. Okay. <clears throat> he and actually, as a guy as a guy pegged as the fucking animal, the beast, you'd expect him to be intimidating. Right. All right. All right. He was really good in. Uh, Blade Runner 2049 as well. Did you watch it? I have not seen that yet. I, st- I keep meaning to. I actually didn't mind him in it. I mean, he come off soft-spoken, and then when a time for the action, like, he picked up and did his part. He's got such a small role in it, but it was good. What he mm-hmm. was in it was good. And him playing Drax, like, I couldn't imagine anyone else doing that. He's amazing in that. I mean, I loved him as Drax. I love him as Drax, but still... I don't know. I just... He'd have to impress me. Because... The thing is, Bane, as big as he is, requires subtlety. Because Bane's entire philosophy on life is manipulation. Right. Yeah, I'm six foot six. But I'm going to trick you into killing yourself because it brings me pleasure. Right, right. I could. I don't need a lightsaber to crush your fucking skull <clears throat> with my bare hands. Like, before he's even... A self-proclaimed Sith Lord, he vaporizes an entire Sith library with force lightning because mm-hmm. it's fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker is not to be messed with. I mean, <clears throat> we'll have to say we'll have to save Darth Bane's story for a whole other episode. That does require its own podcast. Yeah, because uh, actually, Dar- I love the Darth Bane story. Before we move on, I would like to mention George Takei put out a few years ago a list of his top five favorite sci-fi books. Bane was on there. Fuck yes. Well, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Such a good fucking story. Anyway. To wrap up KOTOR real quick, sorry. No, 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 no. I want to make sure we're staying consistent. But to wrap up KOTOR, like, you find out at the very end that you were the biggest, baddest Sith Lord around. Yeah, you find out you are the master of the main antagonist. Correct. And... In the end, you can actually make the choice to revert back to being... You can take your fucking throne back, and it's the better ending. Right. Definitely the more satisfying. Or you can take the light path and rewrite history mm-hmm. in, a, in a matter of sense. And I I have a hard time playing the dark side usually first way through, and I played... That was how I played it through the first time was through the light path. Mm-hmm. And it felt rewarding, but coming back and trying to do the dark side was definitely... It can be because you know what's going to happen. You you grow to a, you attach yourself to the characters when you play the light side. When you do dark side, you're forced to separate yourself from them, and it's kind of hard because they are very well written characters. It's Not, like that for uh, it's just Mass like Mass Effect, Effect. yeah, with right. the Paragon Renegade. It is exactly like I when, always sorry just by accident I end up being fucking almost like ninety percent Paragon. I don't even mean to. It's the game that pushes yeah. you. Yeah. So then I have to force myself to play Renegade. And I'm like, but the responses for Renegade actions are so much fucking better. Uh, anyway. Shepard, for sure, Sorry, is more continue. fun. Mass Effect, the whole time I played the first Mass Effect, it it, it smelled so much. It's just another Bioware game. I mean, right, it, it, right. Mm-hmm. it hit on that, and it made me hope, you know, wouldn't it be cool to have a Star Wars game in the Mass Effect play style? It would be pretty cool. We almost had it. You remember 1313? Yeah. Yes. Boba Fett game? Yep. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't a Boba Fett game. You were supposed to be... Well, you Okay, you were supposed to be bounty? some random... You were supposed to be some random kid trying to be a bounty hunter yeah. in, the, in the depths of Coruscant. 
but by sheer luck, they just happened to choose 1313, which is a code name that Boba Fett has used in the past. They didn't even realize it. Okay. So when the fans were like, oh, it's a Boba Fett game because of 1313, they're like, right. of course it is. <laughs> so then they changed everything to revolve around Boba Fett. <laughs> just how does that even? Yeah. That, that game looked beautiful for when yep. they were showing renderings of it. It still looks good. Yeah. Watching the gameplay footage, it still looks amazing. It was the one thing as soon as as soon as Lucas Arts got bought off, it was it was sad to hear them say that they were gonna stop development on it. There were three games in development at once, I think. One was that, one was a Darth Maul solo game, which looked pretty fucking good from the al- from the, the pre alphas. And I think the third one was Battlefront three, but I think that fell out of favor before even LucasArts got bought out. So I'm just thinking real quick, with all the fucking Star Wars games that come out over the years. Darth Vader's one busy motherfucker. I know. Shit. <laughs> he is everywhere. He is all over the place, chasing all kinds of fucking. It's like he never sits. Why does he even have castles on various right, planets? Right, exactly. He doesn't. He's have never to on go there. He, the only time he's there is when the plot demands, like when Krennic shows up. Uh huh. Don't choke on your aspirations. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's seventy year old James Earl Jones. You got to do it older. Yeah, I, I can't. I never could. I couldn't do young James Earl Jones. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, Darth Vader's got to be a busy motherfucker. He is fighting all kinds of people. No wonder he's fucking pissed all the time. He can't even he's get a day on. off. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, you imagine how sweaty... I've, I can't remember who used to talk about, oh, man, you must smell terrible in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> like burnt hair and... Yeah. Uh, singed flesh fucking grease. In a, with delicious. Up in a leather boot, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that, that, that must, shit breathe. That must be a thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Real quick, I would like to to go back to mentioning Kotor for the sake of the Mandalorian. Yeah, because I screwed us up. Sorry. Well, uh, Star Wars screwed us up. Okay, so I'm going to describe this scenario to you. Tell me if it sounds familiar. You're on Tatooine, right outside of Mos Eisley, and you are asked to uh, you're tasked with getting a thing in the back of a cave. In that cave is a crate dragon. You team up with a hunter, place mines in front of the entrance of this cave, and lure the crate dragon out with banthas. Okay. And the mines blow it up. Does that sound familiar at all? Nope. All right, good. <laughs> Podcast the Gamer DA. <laughs> thousand, thousand percent original. Yeah, it's fucking the Mandalorian episode. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Except it doesn't spit acid, probably because it doesn't get a fucking chance because mines blow it up. Now, the one in the Mandalorian is about 8,000 times bigger. Okay. Because this one is maybe twice the size of the Rancor. But in the Mandalorian, it's like the Tremors God. It's a sand dune. Yeah. A dune right. It's huge. Right. It looks so fucking cool, though. I, didn't even re- I had to stare at it to realize it had eyes. Yeah, yeah, they were hard to see. They are very hard to see. I liked it, though. I like it doesn't really need eyes. Exactly. I thought it was I thought it was good to see. I was a little pissed when I found out that it could burrow through solid fucking rock. It just makes it even cooler to me. With with ease, because it come up over the top and was like shooting. They made a sword out of laser in the shape of a katana that's black and white. I think I can stand a rock burrowing worm. Mm, I don't know. I can't. And that's how they got it right from the worm. <laughs> Climb to the rock. And that is how, or after you kill the crate dragon in KOTOR, you do get a crate dragon pearl, which you can put into your lightsaber. It's, yep. it's the best crystal in the game. Yep. Unfortunately, in this one, that thing is the size of a fucking egg. Well, I bet later on... Okay, because... All right, we'll come back to that later. 
We'll come back to all that later. Oh, and the sand people do help you in KOTOR. Okay, they cool. They show you where it is. That's cool. I also had another... Do you remember whenever he went to go fight the uh, the Bantha? Or not the Bantha, the... Uh, mud. Oh, the Mudhorn. Mudhorn. Mud yeah. When he went to go fight the Mudhorn, it made me think of the same thing. What the fuck is the deal with getting round symbolic things from animals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. Well, I got a feeling that... That whole scene with the mud horn, mud horn egg was to throw people off for this episode. So, like, oh, look, it's an egg, because the people that don't know... Ronto is what I was thinking of. Ronto. Ronto bush. Um, so, yeah, all right. Fuck, let's just start at the beginning. Let's just do that of the episode, I guess. We don't have to cover every detail. Well, we've already done that, I guess, haven't we? We've covered the best details. Yeah. Well, okay, we haven't talked about Cobb Vanth. He is apparently in the new canon extended universe, if that makes okay. sense. Okay. Uh, the book Aftermath? Yeah. Talks about him. Okay. The it, sheriff? It, yes. It actually even describes how he got Boba Fett's armor, because that's in that book. Years before this even came out. Right. Uh, and it tells, it explains that Cobb may be lying about his backstory. Okay. It is very similar, but apparently there was another guy there with him stranded in the desert, and they fought over who should get Boba Fett's armor. He won out. Uh, okay, so he could be lying. Which I think would be a, a pretty kick-ass twist. It would be neat, but I don't know, because he's... He kind of acted as a man with honor in this episode, so they may not go that route. He did, or he could regret what he did. I mean, that's true, too. I thought for sure, because the whole premise was Mando is looking for a Mandalorian because he needs to get baby Yoda to a Jedi. Well, to his people. He has no idea. That's what pisses me off the most. It's only been 30 years. Five. No, no, no. Since the Jedi. Since the oh. Order 66. Yeah, the fall of the... Because yeah. Luke hasn't really established himself yet. Right. It's only been about 30 years, give or take. And yet, <laughs> everyone's like, ooh, mystical Jedi guy. Ooh. Even in The Force Awakens, that's hard to believe. It just, it just to me, it doesn't make sense. And, unless just they extended the timeline a bit. I, I'm thinking the only way they could get away with that, this is this was my theory from way back before, is that the Emperor has been subtly manipulating people's view of the Jedi. Like, were they ever real to begin with? Well, they even talk about it in older canon, how seeing a Jedi was such a rare sight, most people didn't even really believe him. They just knew that they lived on Coruscant, and that they were kind of like a police force. Well, even Han Solo in Episode Four, you know, he mm-hmm. is met with complete skepticism over, you know, a folky religion. You know, right? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. even he had, and you know, he's he's a smuggler, and he's, he's seen everything. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That's a that's a very good point. I also love how when he sees a Jedi and is taking him places, he still doesn't believe in the fucking Jedi. <laughs> right, right. A fucking kid has a light lightsaber and he's practicing with fucking drones, and he's just like, uh, "Good blaster, you sad." Uh, <laughs> on Solo. That's just luck. <laughs> right. I just. Right. I mean, he's even faced with evidence, and he was like, eh, nah. Yeah, but even humanity does that now. You can give them all the evidence in right, the world. Right, right. And if they honestly believe a certain way, they pick that certain way, even right. over the... Well, okay, th- this is going to get a little uh, touchy, so I don't blame you if you want to cut it. I won't go too detailed. But I was like eight years old, and I was out here at our neighbor's house, not 20 feet away, arguing with our neighbor 
over whether or not the Holocaust happened because her family is Jewish, to my knowledge, and she refused to acknowledge that the Holocaust even happened. So she was a Jewish descendant. Either Jewish or German, I'm not sure. But okay. uh, I'm like, my grandfather fought in World War II, and you're trying to tell me none of that happened. Right. She's like, yes, that's what I'm telling you. Okay. <coughs> Interesting. Hmm. I that There's ignorance, and then there's just blind disbelief. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you've got a never-ending galaxy. People coming from all over... And the idea of running into one Jedi in that, I mean, honestly, we can name most of the Jedi. And even whenever they show up to, uh, in Attack of the Clones, when they show up to Geonosis. That was so fucking cool. Even then, like, there was enough to maybe fill part of an arena, then scatter that across the galaxy. And keep in mind, three quarters of them died. Right. Right. So there's, but I mean, you've got the younglings that are still coming up and they're not out. Oh, they won't be either. (laughs) (laughs) Even even my own son showed me a a cartoon of that. It it, it was just a hand-drawn cartoon, but it just kept showing this youngling going through training. Yeah. And he keeps doing all these good... It's like eight panels, and then at the end, he's like, Hey, Master Skywalker... You think I'll become a good Jedi? (laughs) He's like, nope, nope. And then there's a blood splatter. (laughs) There's one that I saw. uh, It's so hmm. fucking terrible. I meant to send you guys this one. (sighs) I, I subscribe to a page called Prequel Memes. Yeah. And one of them was uh, Anakin, okay, actors for Anakin and Senator Palpatine visit Children's Hospital. And it's like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm getting off topic, sorry. So, first, the the Mandalorian has to go and he has to meet uh, some crime lord. Yeah, that whole uh, intro scene, I thought it was going to be kind of tacky and a little cheesy, which it starts that way when you see Gamorreans fighting. Yeah. But it ends up, it, it ends in a good spot. And they were using vibroblades, <clears throat> weren't they? I think they were just using Gamorrean cleavers, but they did have shields on. Yeah. Well, they had something to them because the when blades they were clacked, vibrating. Yeah, they were. Because yeah. even when he was sitting still, it was like there was multiple blades. It looked like it was it could be, shimmering. Maybe they are vibroblades. So, I don't know. W- would that be the first instance of a vibroblade? If, if they were vibroblades, would that be the first instance, instance of one on. TV or movies. No, because the Mandalorian used one in the last season. Yes, that's right. That's right. Very good. a little Vibra knife. Yeah. I remember because my hype was uncontrollable. And he put it up to the throat of the other Mando, and then he, or no, he sliced at him. Yeah. And cut the armor. Okay. All right. So it would be the second. All right. Never mind then. Shit. And I just. I've seen the series 8,000 times. I haven't. I've only seen it twice. But that's my point. I rewatched it because season two was coming out. Right. And for some reason, none of it is sticking. And I loved it. I loved season one. I thought it was amazing. Season, especially the Bounty Hunter episode, it is so fucking good. I mean, it had little knickknacks and little things that kind of bothered me. But overall, I thought the show was great. It's exactly what was needed you realize for Star Wars. At the end of this season, at the end of second season of Mandalorian, we will have more on-screen continuity for the Mandalorian than we will any other Star Wars character. Right. Well, don't forget they are bringing in, not not counting the uh, Clone Wars. Well, live I mean, action. I mean live action. Okay. Correct. I mean on screen. Well, I mean you know, and, and as as far as you. as far as that goes, unless maybe the droids. 
C-3PO and R2. Yeah, I guess that would count. If you, you ganged up their time together. If you really wanted to, you could probably even count Yoda in that. Right. But... <clears throat> but, but for, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go. They're bringing in Ahsoka. Ahsoka mm-hmm. Tano's coming in. I'm okay with Rosario Dawson playing her. It's a little bit of a weird choice, in my opinion, but that's okay. I think she'll do pretty good. Uh, I was never a fan of Ahsoka until I saw... Okay, so I watched bits and pieces of the Clone Wars, usually just the episodes with Boba Fett. Right. And then I Even skipped... when he was a whiny brat? The first three episodes with Boba Fett are masterpieces. <laughs> Everything after that turns him into a whinier bitch than Anakin right, ever was. Right, okay. I'm the leader of this outfit. <laughs> I'm only 12. My daddy was better than you. I don't like sand either. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, one of those memes I saw. It was a, Obi-Wan goes to uh, Anakin in ghost form and is like, you realize your sand love or your 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 son loves sand. He plays in it all the time. <laughs> and he's like, "Why are you here right now?" <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, he goes he goes to meet the crime boss. Yeah. And then of course, "Oh my god, betrayal. Didn't see that coming from a billion years <laughs> worth of what an underlord boss betrayed a dude for right, money." Right. I love how he's a yeah. cyclops, but he still pulls a pistol. He doesn't have depth perception. <laughs> I'm sure there's some kind of echolocation involved <laughs> or something like that. It's like how Leela parks the ship. Of all the people to fuck over, they pick him. Yeah, and it's all for his fucking armor, too. But Beskar they... is valuable now that the Mandalorians are gone. And that's that's the other funny part. Like, yeah, he's the one that survived. You're gonna fuck with that one. That, that that's well, probably well. There's there's missing continuity from the show, and you have to get it from other sources. The Empire will compensate you. Sorry. No, they actually did a purge against the Mandalorians. That's why the Mandalorians are in hiding really? because at one point they were a united people. They were just farmers, though, to my knowledge. No, the new canon is completely different. <sighs> I'm. It's hard keeping the fucking canon. Yeah, the together. new canon is different. Their home planet, Mandalore. Yeah. Uh, was basically a barren wasteland from how many thousands of years of wars. So oh, yes. their culture adapted to living in domes on Mandalore. They were still... They became a bounty hunter race, basically, in general. If you okay. wanted if you wanted some kind of combat or mercenary work, you called Mandalorians, and you, you paid them well because you would get what you wanted. And then Darth Maul came in, and he took... He fought... Uh, Tar Vizsla. Pre Vizsla? Yeah. I, I don't remember. I'm not great with connecting the face. Pre Vizsla is the one that created the Darksaber. I could be wrong. Anyway. I hate it when people say that. Yeah. Darth Maul takes over the Mandalorian leadership by defeating. He does not use the Force in a straight lightsaber duel. He defeats Pre and takes the Dark takes the dark Saber and becomes a leader. I do not remember how. It's later on he uses that when when they have a uh, Savage Opress, his brother. Yeah, they have that battle with Palpatine, which is a fucking awesome. That's fight. good. That's a good fight, animated or not. That's a good way for Savage to go out too. Yes, <clears throat> and uh, is if they made him have the fight and he can't use his legs, <laughs> <laughs> cut his no, legs off again. No robotas, uh. robotic killed. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that would really suck to be Darth Maul. Because mm-hmm. there are force powers that can stop machinery from working. I fucking I feel like a fucking asshole right now. Because I had just watched a whole history <laughs> of the fucking the Dark Saber. Oh, oh. Just so, because I knew we were going to talk about it. 
And now that we're here and recording, none of it's... I barely remember the show's called The Mandalorian. It's, it's just Star Wars TV to me. Star Wars... Which, by the way, apparently what? Kathleen Kennedy just canceled a new series that was supposed to come out. Because, of course, she did. As long as it's not the Obi-Wan one. I can find out real quick. The funny thing is, is this is what we've always dreamed of. Honestly, I mean... Mm-hmm. Just sitting here bitching about Star Wars? Well, not no, even just bitching just about it, just... A giant universe of Star Wars. Just saturate oh. the fucking planet with Star Wars. Except the problem is, a bunch of fucking morons are in charge of it. Except for Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni is really the only thread holding this together. And John Favreau is and getting John involved. Favreau. Dave Filoni's <clears throat> the one that invented the Darksaber and gave it its history and everything. He, well, he invented a lot of shit. Him. It was just going to be a vibroblade, a special vibroblade. But Lucas came to him. He's like, it should be a really special weapon. And he was like, I got just the thing for you. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, it made its way up to the leadership of Mandalore. And I can't remember her name, but it was given to her. The queen? Yeah, what was her fucking name? I don't remember, but I actually liked her. If we had Anthony on here, he could be like, all right, motherfuckers, let me tell you something. And then he would do the complete. Dude, you know what my dream would be? If we ever got big enough to have Dave Filoni on the show. Be fucking amazing. That would be. Fu- I would rather have Dave Filoni than I would George Lucas. Have you noticed that the X-wing pilots that they've used, Dave Filoni was one of them, and so was uh, the other two directors for uh, the Mandalorian when they were flying the X-wings in season one. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, there was three directors and as the X-wing pilots. That's fucking. Sweet. I thought there was only two X-wings in that scene. There, I thought that there was a female and a male, another right. male besides Dave Filoni. I'll look it up with the internet and our access. No, fuck that. <laughs> we we get the general gist of it, right? <clears throat> you you can fact check it while we go through. But yeah, they've. It's cool that they would use somebody else like that. You know, use somebody behind the scenes like that to get there. Well, John Favreau was the heavy duty Mandalorian in season season one. Right. Really. The one that they had the scuffle in the base. Uh-huh. I love how they have that fucking tussle. And the armorer, she doesn't give two fucking shits. The armorer is my favorite character of the She's show. She's just like, this is the way. I've got a fucking <laughs> toy of her. She is my my hero in that whole series. See, I don't want to get political or whatever, but that's how you make a strong female character. Yeah, don't ever point attention to the fact that she's a woman. But, and make her a badass at the same time. I mean, she what, takes down a squadron of stormtroopers with hammers. Yep, because she's a badass. Not lightsabers, not the force, yeah. with a fucking hammer. Dave Filoni is Trapper Wolf. Rick Famayua, I can never pronounce his last name, is Jib Dodger. And Deborah Chow is Sash Ketter. Okay, the, so there was three X-Wings, this not is, two. Those sound like Predator names. But yeah, they I, were all three. This were, is where I would do the Predator sound, but... <clears throat> I don't know. Damn, it won't it won't last. I've done yeah. it on other episodes. Just go back to our other episodes. Yeah, just find them. Look them up. Listen to every fucking hour. Listen to all of them. <laughs> Do it now. Except for my solo review of Resident Evil 3. That's garbage. It's great. It's just the sound quality shit. <laughs> my delivery of lines is shit. Great script. Horribly spoken. Let's redo it. Fuck it. I will. Let's do it. So, yeah, Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni is the glue to Star Wars right now. And for some reason... I don't know why they've hinged so much on Kathleen Kennedy keeping the being the good bookkeeper or being the head of Star Wars, and and I, and I have nothing against well, Kathleen Kennedy. Well, she's been removed from all that. 
Yeah, she has very little authority anymore. She has the authority over one other show right now. Which apparently she just canceled. Okay. I'd have to look more into it, because I know that that one was going to have Brie Larson. And that one was going to be an Old Republic show. It was going to take place a thousand years prior. And Brie Larson was going to be able to write her own lines for the show. Good thing I got canceled. I, but I, I, really I don't mean, know if that's the show that got canceled. I know that's what you think. But yeah, that's true. You don't know for certain. I like how it's on my phone. Uh, there is a buddy of mine I would love to get on here at some point. Name is Harold. He is every bit as big a Star Wars nerd as us. He could nerd out for days with us. Every time he comes over. I have a stamina. <laughs> okay. You can stay as long as you can. He and I will go for days. Gotcha. Because <laughs> every time he comes over to my house, he'll come over just so we can bitch about Star Wars. Right. We're, we got work. We got good jobs. He yeah. does too, but not on money. weekends. But anyway, um, with all that being said, they're, it seems like they're, li- they're finally listening to fans. They're trying to get shit sorted out. And... We're just gonna have to see where it goes, and we've just we've completely gone off the rails again. We're not even on. Not necessarily. I, it's still involved. I okay. would say. I I think of it differently, as far as listening to the fans. We're not always right, and we're I, not always consistent. Is the problem, and that's another problem too. Like you know, you could have a thousand and one voices screaming at you, but which ones do you listen to? Right. Well, I mean, okay, I see your point because how many times. Have you seen an episode and then like the ten year old is like, ah, wouldn't it be cool if the crate dragon had lightsabers and then he pulled them <laughs> out and then like Boba Fett came down and he was like, Not today, dragon, and then he like spit fire in his face and then like a Star Destroyer shot you know, yeah, I see your point. And then shot point. nacho cheese on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they right, ate dude. the crate dragon <laughs> yeah. with jalapenos. Ooh, I wonder what that tastes like. <laughs> All I'm saying is this is how we end up with Jedi Rancors. Which do exist. <laughs> I I am a big proponent of the Marvel Cinematic Universe has Kevin Feige. Yeah. I was going to come to that. He's kind of like their master of ceremony. He is their head. Not every decision he makes is right, but he is so good on the track record. You can can excuse a few mistakes. You have, uh, I don't know, the word I'm looking for is leader. Right. There's a guy in charge... And he says, oh, that's a really cool idea, but that clashes with everything we've already done. Well, here's the problem. Disney does have a leader, and the leader is Mickey Mouse. And Mickey Mouse appoints who the fuck is in charge. M-I-C, I I rock the mic properly. (laughs) K-E-Y, turning profits, I got the key. (laughs) My my vote, of course, is Dave. Oh, of Mm -hmm, course. mm -hmm. Put him in there. I wouldn't even mind if they replaced Dave with John Favreau because his track record with the Marvel oh, Universe. Yeah. Favreau's he, doing all right. He was I, great in Daredevil. He was in a couple episodes of Friends. I trust him. <laughs> well, he, was he in, knows he what he's doing. He was in a movie doing. about gambling, yeah. I think. <laughs> he knows what he's doing, too. I mean, if he honestly, like, it it goes to sit without saying, when it comes time to do The Mandalorian, he knew he could not do that on his own, and he didn't get a big head about it, which mm-hmm. I am thankful he didn't. He looks at Dave Filoni and says, is this what would Lucas want? Is you, this what would be... You know what that is? That's communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand not listening to the fans, because I want the Old Republic and Darth Bane to be a thing. Josh wants the Yuuzhan Vong to be a thing. Fuck yes, I do. I would love to see the Yuuzhan Vong. But what I'm saying is there are so many different factions of Star Wars fans. It's it's very hard to 
to get a clear focus on what should be done. Well, so then you get too many projects on your plate at once. Right. This is what they've been doing. If The Mandalorian is the only good thing to come out of Disney, I am okay with that. I will stick to my old canon. I'll use my fucking head canon. I, I prefer the, the old Legends universe. Right, right. But I will accept The Mandalorian as a huge, riveting success. I... I, and, and that's great that you feel that way. And, and I think you should. Um, there's a part of me that, you know, the extended universe hasn't always been my chop. I haven't been that into it. It's a little too big, to be honest. And the reason is because, you know, this is George's... We're playing with George's action figures. All this stuff is all George's action figures that he's painted this giant picture for us. Ralph McQuarrie did that, sorry. Right. But George put them on a screen for us, and now he sold us action figures. So now, and makes all the money from that. God, I love that man. So it it goes without saying, like, whenever I see Star Wars, it's hard to preface it. Like, what would George think? What would George do? And to the point, you know, George isn't in it anymore. Yeah, you haven't heard? Well, I've heard that he's coming to he, help with an assist a couple projects. He and is stuff. writing a new trilogy. Right. A new sequel trilogy. Um, but as far as things go, George isn't in the game anymore. So my old way of thinking dies in a little, in, in a sense. I understand that completely. And for me to love Star Wars to this day, to love everything going forward, I have to think differently on it. So when it comes time for the extended universe, we're making the extended universe. Mm-hmm. And you're giving Dave Filoni the keys to make that extended universe. And there's going to be times where he's going to look back and see Knights of the Old Republic and and pull the page out of it. And he's going to see, you know, Splinter of the Mind's Eye and pull a page right, out of that. Right, right. And there's going to be times where he goes back and Shadows of the Empire's it. Oh, dude, we need another Shadows of the Empire. It's Sheezor. <laughs> Not just the storyline. What we Do you remember the big deal about Shadows of the Empire? It wasn't just a game. It was a game. It a was book. a book. Right. Yeah. It was uh they had a CD track made specifically for it. Mm -hmm. Right. And it was a comic, something else. Yeah, there was a comic. There were four branches of media all at once telling the same story but not in a linear fashion. Mm -hmm. That was brilliant. But and it was a good story. But at that same time, Dave Filoni also has the keys to write something new with it. Not necessarily yes. tell us the stories that we've already heard. Well, he's done that with Thrawn. Tell us. Yeah. He's got a chance to make something new in this ex this very big, exciting... Like, a lot of people are like, we want to see the Old Republic. We want to see the Old Republic. And that's great. And, and I have nothing against that. But we have limitless possibilities. Let's do something new. And that's why I appreciate The Mandalorian, because for all the bitching of, we want all the fan service. Right. And essentially what we're getting is, you can have your fan service in our brand new package. We'll sprinkle a little. You get this. You get an ice cream cone. Here's the sprinkles. That's what you're getting. And that's why I love The Mandalorian. Because it's sticking to its guns. Yeah, Boba Fett's in it. And as much as I want him to be the main villain, he's not going to be. You know what they're going to do with Boba Fett? This is my actual prediction. He's going to show up in the last two or three episodes. Will he be an ally? Will he be a villain? I don't know, but he will be in it again. He won't be a main character because it's not his story. Right. Because that's what they did with the last season. And they, I, they sprinkled characters in and said, here, all at once, take out the bad guys. That's what they're going to do with Boba Fett. It, that's my prediction anyway. I'm, and to add to yours, I agree with what you say. I honestly think they're going to put Boba Fett back in that suit. 
it's going to be so good. And I think they're going to send him on his way. Right. As it should be. And th- Well, and then they can have his own stories. Exactly. That, even if it's a comic or a book, I will... The only Star Wars book in the extended universe I ever read front to back was Bloodlines. Mm-hmm. The Boba Fett-centric story. Right. And it was one of the best fucking Star Wars books I've ever read. That's a good one. I always got to ask why Boba Fett. Like when I was a kid and I was like, I always thought Boba Fett was badass. Why Boba Fett? It's the same reason why we love Darth Vader. Okay, I, I didn't know if it was a rhetorical question. Yes. No, it, and it really, it kind of is. It kind of, yeah. But there's so much fucking mystery behind what the hell's going on behind that mask. Like, what lines were given, they are fucking sharp and to the point. And He's not, not just that. Who else talks to Darth Vader that that's way? That's exactly right. That is why Boba Fett is cool. Nobody else fucks with the Sith Lord like Boba Fett. Yeah, everyone, stare, yeah everyone stares at the floor when they talk to him. He's the only... When the bounty hunters are all lined up, nobody talks to him but Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And nobody speaks mm-hmm. up against Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Well, don't forget, okay, the Mandalorians, their armor and their weapons were built specifically to fight Jedi. Yes. I mean, a Sith is just a bad guy Jedi. <laughs> okay? I, I do hate to admit it, but that's true. So... Boba Fett's armor is tricked out because, all right, when they when they first had the first war with the when Mandalore the Great, as the armorer mentions, battled space wizards, mm-hmm. the Jedi, the Force push, uh huh, and the Mandalorians didn't have any of that, so they built a sonic blaster yeah. that could push someone back. So they built their armor up specifically to fight and kill Jedi and or Force users. So of course Boba Fett, who's probably killed Jedi in the past. Along with Jango Fett, because he saw him do it too. Uh huh. He's not one bit fucking scared of Darth Vader. Not at all. Does he give two shits? He just wants paid. <laughs> what were we laughing at? I was laughing because it made me think of Destiny. You're talking about space wizards, mm-hmm. and at the on the when the uh, demo for Destiny came out, there's Dinklebot. You know, Dink- oh, yeah. Peter Dinklage. Yep. Uh huh. In that, he said, there's a wizard on the moon. (laughs) (laughs) That's better than mine. I was laughing because when you said the Jedi, it reminded me of fucking Robot Chicken. You need Jetty insurance for when they chop off. I can't remember how it goes, but it's a fucking. Yeah. Jetty insurance. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they even had the Dengar episode. Yeah, Dengar. Dengar's the guy you call because Dengar doesn't have any fucking lines. No one knows what Dengar sounds like. I love it, though. He's like, uh, uh, what does he say? He's like. You need disintegrations. I'm your man. You de weapon or disintegration weapons, disintegration grenades, everything, and no disintegrations. What? <laughs> <laughs> Dang, <God's> your man. <laughs> they made fun of me for wearing toilet paper at school. <laughs> now look at me. I'm flying around in a giant toilet. <laughs> Even Dengar's ship is fucking stupid looking. I know. Uh, IG-88's ship is cooler looking than fucking Dengar's. You seem you have a model of Bosks. I like Bosks because it's yeah. a fucking flying yeah. droid. Yeah, it looks like a freighter. Yeah, yeah, with huge. wings, which is stupid. <laughs> the, funny, the funny part about the Mandalorian, the first episode that he's shooting at the Jawas, <laughs> yeah. and the first Jawa he pops and that thing disintegrates, I'm like, <laughs> motherfucker. I made the same joke. I made the same fucking joke. <laughs> well, and a, there was a video. I haven't watched it. It's either by Eckhart's Ladder or... Uh, stupendous wave, stupendous wave. One of the millions, yeah, one of, of them. the Star Wars channels. But he talks about that weapon. I'm just think the amount of energy it takes to vaporize a person. I know it's, I know it's, you know, it's fantasy, it's fiction. 
But still, I just don't see how you can have so much energy in this long-barreled rifle to make someone just go... You notice that he has to reload it every time he uses it, Yes, though. no, I get yeah. that. I like that. I do enjoy that. It's not a... <laughs> he can't just rapid-fire that thing. Um, and it's it's no good against a vehicle. He's no good to me, dead. Because he shoots it at that uh, ATST in that one episode where they... And it just ricochets yeah. off, yeah. Ping! So it's not an all... And that's what I love. You have to have limitations. Man's got to know his limitations. Although I've mm-hmm. noticed that... The Mandalorian gets his ass kicked when the story needs him to. Yeah, like when he's fighting with the bounty hunters, he's kicking all the fucking ass. But as soon as he fights uh, Clancy Brown, fucking mops the floor with him. (laughs) We just watched Highlander the other day. and Okay, not even related. Sean Connery. Yes. Yep. Just, Just to mention it. I had to bring a Highlander. Yep. That's why I te- when you texted Sean Connery died, I'm like, where was Christopher Lambert at this point? <laughs> and I hate to say this, I was actually offended at that because I woke up to the news of Sean Connery dying. It was that was the first thing I saw when I opened my phone, and my buddy was like, "Man, that left me shaken, not stirred." <laughs> and I'm like, "I would let you joke about anybody's death, but Sean Connery's." So then you made the joke, and later on. I couldn't help myself. I ended up making another stupid James Bond joke to a friend. So I'm just a fucking hypocrite. Highlander is so good, though. Yeah. That was the first thing I thought was, fuck it, it wasn't a Kurgan this time either. (laughs) Nope. It was at the one we're all used to, Death. Yeah. The Angel of Death got him. Why isn't the Grim Reaper a Highlander? Anyway. I don't know. Who says he's not? He was 90 years old, man. 90. His birthday was only a couple months ago. It's kind of crazy that Sean Connery, like, tw- 2020 is the fucking worst year ever. Yep. I, and, I, and I keep thinking back on all the people that are gone, and then in the end of it, Sean Connery leaves us too. And it's like... That's like one more fucking surprise, bitches. Yeah. Um, I'll probably cut it. But I want to show you this meme. <laughs> oh, the the Mortal Kombat one? Yep. Uh-huh. Yep, you've seen it. Mark may not have, but... I enjoyed the hell out of it, but I was kind of pissy about it, too. Where the fuck is it? Oh. Is it the face mask me? Oh, yeah, I see. <laughs> I commented on Facebook. Oh, did you did not you? hear? Uh-uh. Yeah, because I said something about Keith Richards and... Uh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, we're going to be the final bosses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if she can make it past those, she will be the... I, I, I messaged, I was like, man, I'm pissed that Sean Connery wasn't the final boss, but I'll tell you what, Queen Elizabeth's going to kick her ass. Yeah. I don't know. Keith Richards can't be killed by conventional weapons. <laughs> <laughs> I love Betty White, though. I love her to death. Anyway. Um, uh, fuck. Whatever. My favorite Easter egg was... Purple with white what, stripes on no, it. No. loves those kind. What's the Marshall's... What was the Marshall's name? Cobb Banth. Did you see his quote-unquote speeder bike? He brought it up, yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I was debating if that was... I had to rewatch it a couple uh-huh, times. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That could very well be half of Anakin's pod. Yep, one of his uh, one of his thrusters or whatever mm-hmm. for his pod racer. But the reason I'm not going to say it is is because he didn't say, now this is pod racing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it was missing the, the bottom... Everything. The, bo- the, the one bottom fin. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, okay, what I love about it is 
that makes perfect fucking sense for a planet like Tatooine. It's the junkyard planet. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing gets... It's what? all repurposed. Nothing is new. Right. If it works, it gets fucking used. You don't have a choice. Especially in the town he lives in, which and he has doesn't, been he doesn't even ride it like a fucking bike. He's on the side of it. It's, uh -huh. right. it's like a side-by-side -side motorcycle, except you drive the motorcycle by from, sitting from the, the side, little, yeah. from the little cart. Now, the only thing that would have made it better is if he would have had, like, the skeleton of Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru strapped to it. No, have you heard the like, fan theory about that? No. Oh, yeah. Who, who was the one person on Tatooine at that time with a flamethrower? Boba Fett. It's so, theorized that Boba Fett is the one who killed Aunt Beru and Uncle Owen. Yeah. It's never been confirmed. No one's even spoken about it. Well. But it makes perfect sense. He did not. The new canon does not have him killing them. But he was on Tatooine. And he reported back to Darth Vader and said the name Skywalker. So, by the time Darth Vader and Empire Strikes Back kneeled before the Emperor on the hologram, and he said, this is no doubt the offspring of Anakin Solo, yeah. he already knew... Anakin Solo? Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Uh, Skywalker. He already knew that it was his son. He already knew. He was just playing dumb because uh -huh. he can't he well, can't play that card what to I his love, boss. I, I love the idea that by that point... He's like, my son's alive. And then the plan's formulating. Yep. And when he kneels before the Emperor, he's like, I'm going to keep this in my back pocket. Well, remember, the Emperor wanted him killed. Kill him. Yeah, because the son of Skywalker could be a threat to him. Right. Yeah, and that's when Vader's like, but if he could be turned. If he could right. be, eh, eh, Then a eh. great asset. Which yep. is funny. I watched the original scene with the Emperor. First off, the original Emperor before Neil yeah. McDermott yeah. had a much more menacing voice and looked yes. a little cooler. Yeah. yeah. But he was clearly an alien, too, because his eyes were really far apart. Anyway. And then one was bugged out, and the other one wasn't Yeah, so he, he had like a Jason Voorhees thing going on. Yeah. Uh, in that version, he's the one who says, we should turn Luke. So. Right. Oh, yeah. see, it's been so long since I've seen the original that all those nuances are gone. I've forgotten all about them. It's funny. I remember the original, uh, the original special editions from '97, just as well as I do the new ones. That's why sometimes I'll watch it and I'll be like, that, "You get a mixed up in your head very often." Well, we'll go back to Mandalorian. Um, so he fucking got the crime boss. Yes. Now you noticed the crime boss said, from the way he was discussing, he's already killed plenty of Mandalorians. Uh huh. Because he wants their armor. So that's why he's not scared of this one. I kind of like the idea of Mandalorians giving so few shits that they're essentially wearing an armor made of gold. It's like, really? You are painting a target. Right. But he's a Mandalorian. He don't give a shit. Well, man, I tell you what. The Star Wars universe, I know it's a galaxy far, far away a long time ago. But the reason it seems the most realistic, per se is because usually everywhere they go, everything is shit. The buildings are shit. There's graffiti everywhere. There's poor people. There's fucking drug addicts. That's why I'm not a fan of the aesthetic of the prequels, because everything is new. It's shiny. Right. It is supposed to show the juxtaposition of a, of the universe before it fell to shit. Right. But it comes off feeling too shiny. Jango Fett's armor is bright silver. Right. And back, keep in mind, before that, it wasn't Beskar iron. It was just Durasteel. Right, it was just Durasteel, yeah. So... And I don't like how they rewrote uh, Boba Fett's armor to be Beskar. Did you notice that? He goes to cut it, and it won't cut. And he's like, yep, that's Mandalorian, all right. Durasteel 
Right. Is what Boba Fett's armor used to be. Right. No, no, I know. But even the fucking... Even his armor was Durasteel in the first episode. Yeah. The only thing was his helmet. Mm-hmm. That was Beskar. I'm enjoying this conversation so much, I'm sad my cigar's gone. It's fine. We're not. We're not. <laughs> I am doing most of the talking, I notice. <laughs> Whatever. The one thing that the Mandalorian... I can't say that it's it's holding your hand at, at any rate, but there are times that it gives you so much to take in that it is almost too much. That I mean, and that's a good thing. I'm not complaining about that. Yeah, it's hard to complain about having too much. That's exactly right. But, well, did you see episode eight? Anyway. Uh, I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> my, my point is, is, you sometimes have to watch an episode twice to get all the fun out of it. Mm-hmm. Because you'll be watching along, enjoying it, and then you'll get online and somebody say, did you see this? And you're like, what the fuck? Exactly. And you got to go back and watch it and be like, what the fuck? I didn't even see that. You know, there are times, like, there are so subtle of things in it that, you know, you have to really be watching and paying attention. And I don't always want to be that way when I watch... It's Star Wars. It's hard to analyze Star Wars. That's right. why on the first viewing of Mandalorian episode, just watch it for what it is. I did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Don't try to hunt Easter eggs. Don't try to understand everything. Just watch the episode and enjoy it. And then later on, when you get that itchy feeling, then go ahead and you can either rewatch it and try to catch them all yourself or do like I do normally because I'm not going to rewatch it six times in a row so I can catch every single... F- did you see that pixel in the corner? <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm not like that. No, but I mean, like, well, when I was texting you when I was watching it for us. Yeah. I, I was like, holy shit, like... And I, I feel bad that I didn't catch on that you were not being sarcastic, because I would have loved to have that whole conversation. Yeah, I'm like, that's his fucking armor, dude. Well, okay, good example, this one right here, Quinlan Voss. He's a Jedi. Yeah. Right, and he usually has the yellow paint under his eyes. He's in Phantom Menace. You know the... The pod race scene? No, it's no, that, the that's uh, that's another bounty hunter. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot uh, about that. Ala Secura. Yeah. Or a no. Singh. Or a Singh. Who the fuck's Ala Secura? Ala Secura is the the, the blue Twi'lek. Yeah. She has the yeah. the blue and fuck. green lightsaber. At, well, okay. In that same book, Bloodlines. That's the one that kills. No. Anakin Solo kills her. Jason Solo. Jason Solo. Anakin's dead by this point. And uh, anyway, it's the scene where. Jar Jar grabs the food without paying. And then they're arguing with Sebulba. Okay. And Quinlan Voss is in the background. Ah, okay. So, I believe that's one of those things where, at that time, that was just a background character. And someone liked the design of the character. And he was like, let's do something with that. And then they went through and they come up with something. And they're like, oh, he's a Jedi. So, that Mm -hmm. means there's another Jedi on secret business on Tatooine. But yet, I guess maybe it's a Jedi thing where if they notice another Jedi, they don't try to be like, oh, hey, hey what's, what's going on? Right? They're like, oh, he's probably doing something. I'll stay back. Well, did you notice that? I'm sure you did. But one of Anakin's friends is Greedo. I didn't think he actually... I thought he was a... It is. It's a Rodian, but it is Greedo. Uh, you find out in a deleted scene where he and Anakin get into a short little scuffle. I remember seeing them fight. Yes, that is Greedo. <sighs> That's funny. It's funny, but it's also... St- it's too much. It's, yeah. Because they're just trying to pack as many... It's fan service. Okay. 
All right. So the little kid. The little Rodian kid is Greedo. Yeah, I'll be fucking damned. That's official then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there's... See... We could be playing this game till we're fucking 90. I'm so sorry. Because Quinlan Voss, he's in the book with a female assassin, fought Anakin, two lightsabers, no, no, bald uh, head. Massage Ventress. Yeah. Why can I not remember her fucking name? Because there's a lot of people with similar names. Anyway, she she turns to the light side, and her and Quinlan... What? Yeah, they go, she has a book. She turns to the light side, <sighs> she hooks up with Quinlan, and they go on a mission, and then she eventually dies. I don't think I like that. So she dies as a Jedi. Do you remember Mass Effect 2? The bold, the bold chick. I can't ever think of her name. Jack. Jack, yeah. Oh, I love her, yeah. Kind of wrapped in bondage a little bit. Just just a little. <laughs> right. But she reminded me of that girl. Yeah. It was... Because she also okay, had a yeah. power like that, too. Yeah, she was like a, a surgical experiment to make her a fucking Force user. Right. And that made me think a lot of that, and I kind of wondered if they maybe took some inspiration from her or from that character for... Possibly. Jack. What's I mean, funny, it seemed... I think she was based more on... Uh, Jack from Riddick. Right, okay. and they were just like, oh, let's throw some spice in there and make her female and have no clothes. Jack was a woman in Riddick. Right. She was I the one that... on Riddick. Oh, no, no. Remember the little girl, Jack? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she her. was the one that wanted to be... Because like, in Chronicles of Riddick, she grows up right, and is no, a super yeah, badass. Yeah. yeah. Yep, she even gets the once on Riddick with that little knife in her mouth. Uh-huh. Which <laughs> is cool, because that means she got the drop on him and surprised him, so... They don't shine your eyes in here. <laughs> I hate to admit this, but I, I, Chronicles of Riddick is one of those movies I've seen a hundred million times. You know, you'd get home from school, you're bored, I watch Riddick. I get popcorn, right. I watch Riddick. I used to love it back then. Nowadays, I watch it and I'm like, Riddick is every bit a Mary Sue as much as fucking Ray right. and Alice right. from... Resident Evil. He never does wrong. Every decision this fucking messed up criminal makes is the right one. That's one of the reasons I like uh, the new Bond, per se, because... He fucks up a lot. Yeah, he fu- he screws up a lot. He does. He really does. He fi- It's actually... It's the most humanizing of the Bonds. He's not just this soiree fucking pimp daddy. Uh, the only argument I have to that is Timothy Dalton did the exact same thing 20 years earlier, and people hated it. But his movie, uh, not the first one, uh, Living Daylights is, is pretty good, but it's still James Bond as hell. Living Daylights is fucking, it's as gritty as Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. man. There is some dark shit in that, and Bond never does anything suave. That whole movie is just the only time he's like, fuck the queen, they killed or they fucked up my friend. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tear this bitch down. Mm-hmm. That's why I love him so much. Which is funny because that's a Boba Fett thing to do. <laughs> I can tie it in. Very good. <laughs> so, I think we are honestly with the at the end of season or episode one of season two. I think we're honestly. I think they're gonna do something with this more than they're gonna do with those last three movies. I, I th- honestly see them actually trying to make. I don't know if I want to call it uh, the Star Wars fans come back, mm-hmm. but I think it's definitely going to be more talked about than than the last three movies. Or how should I put it? More loved. Yeah, it, than the last three movies. Yeah, it'll definitely be uh, looked back on. I think in retrospect, with with rose tinted glasses, more than the movies will. 
The only issue right now is Disney's a little upset because viewership of this first episode was not what they wanted. You got the look at look at when they did it though. Exactly, they released this shit the day before Halloween. Right. And, you know, Sean Connery died the next day, so people were probably binging James Bond. And there's an election going on. And election. It's just terrible timing. Right. It happens. It happens a lot, actually, if you really it look really into does. it. Right. I mean, Mark and I were talking about Titanfall 2. They released it in the middle of a whole bunch of other fucking uh-huh. first-person shooters, and they didn't do anything to advertise it. They're like, oh, yeah, by the way, this game we've been working on for years, we just, we just dropped it today. And the bad thing was is the people that published it, EA... They released it the same time that they released Battlefield One, I think is what it was, or Battlefield. I'm the, so sick of those, but yeah, it was yeah. it was it was the yeah. World War One one. Yeah. Right. It was like, how can you put something to compete with what you put out? Like, mm-hmm. how ridiculous was that? Yeah, I know. It's almost like they did the same fucking thing with Half Life Two and uh, shit. There was another game they made on the same fucking engine. Had to come out before that. Team Fortress. No. Oh, Vampire the Masquerade. Oh, okay. That game was supposed to be this huge, expansive, badass right. game, which it is. But it, it had to compete with Half-Life 2. Oh, okay. You can't really do that. <laughs> no, no, you can't. Well, so. that that begs the question of, like, when you push out a game like Titanfall 2 and try to m- not really market it on that, like, what do you expect your numbers to be? Exactly. <clears throat> I will say EA has cleaned up a little bit in, in, what, in the stupid shit department. They're not as bad but they're also not like breaking any headlines. Right. So the other thing too, if they're really worried about the Mandalorian numbers, I honestly think people will wait till the end of the season and, and then binge it, binge it. That's and, what they did with the last one. Right. So I, re- I, and you know, the service was new when they put it out. Yeah. So, I mean, people were excited. Disney's mm-hmm. doing their streaming service. Not everybody wants to pay for a streaming service year-round to watch one show. You know, granted, if you've got kids, Disney's... Does, yeah, it, it does, works for you, but... I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, and, and I've got kids. You know, I've got kids, and my fiancé runs a daycare, so of course I'm going to have Disney+. Plus. There's no, there's no second-guessing something that big for us. Yeah, but keep in mind, they're also competing with Netflix and YouTube. And Hulu and and, and, and Vudu so... and all the fucking Amazon Prime, all right. the services that are out. Shutter, Stars, I still need HBO to, I need Max. To get Shutter. I really Shutters. want to watch Creep Show. Joe Bob's Drive-ins on there too. I want the old Shutter because of Blood Machine. He's got a new Drive-in awesome. show. So he's been doing it for a couple years now, or three or four years maybe. I don't oh, know. Shit. But yeah, I, um, I've been wanting to watch it just for Joe Bob. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I like Star Wars. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We got lightsabers and That's spaceship cool. battles. Yeah, and... I'm just I'm worried that it's a laser sword that they're gonna convolute it with. I don't know. The I'd... worst sin they could commit right now is putting too much fan service in. Well, I mean, which coming from the me, me, the guy who said we have, we have okay, we haven't come back. Let's get to it. The pearl. What about it? Right. So as far as I understand, a crate dragon will eat rocks to help it digest food. Sometimes those rocks contain a kyber crystal. Since it cannot digest the kyber crystal, it gets a shell around it. You know, its body makes a shell and it makes a pearl, like a crate dragon pearl. I'll take your advice on that because all I know about it is that it makes powerful lightsabers. Right. So the pearl that they pulled out is gigantic. It's fucking huge. So, right, but they have it. Mm-hmm. 
did fucking season one not do just like what you said? It started basically started off on a, in a fucking cantina, and then by the whole fucking it just a big circle. They uh -huh. all went on adventures and they came back to the exact same bar that all the bounty hunters were at, and they had the fucking shootout with Gideon. Yep. You know, so of course what's going to happen is he's going to make his way. He's trying to find a Jedi. Jedi. He's going to come across Ahsoka. She's going to teach baby Yoda a few things. She's going to realize that he's a force user. Some shit's going to go down. And then maybe, just maybe, baby Yoda is going to, since he's already 50, I know he seems childish, but for all we know, that could be part of an act. I hope it's not. Uh, me neither. Either he's going to construct a lightsaber for the Mandalorian, or Ahsoka's going to do it. That's that's what the big rumor is, that he's going to get a lightsaber. and Because he's going to have to battle it out with Gideon. So now we have two non-Force users with lightsabers. Unless he has a Viper Blade. He could, but I think... <clears throat> he has a Viper Blade knife, but to be honest, it'd be more thematically satisfying if you got a lightsaber. Now, the most obvious choice to give him one would be uh, Ahsoka. Right. But, but who we, else do we know who has lightsabers? Who? Boba Fett. Oh, right. Well, maybe not with him. Whatever did happen to Slave 1, they never said. No. That's what I was sitting here wondering, like, does Boba Fett have Slave 1 hid somewhere? Well, actually, it would be at Jabba's palace, probably. It, okay. So, yes, if it was Jabba, he would have that thing not only hidden, but he would have so many fucking booby traps and security measures that no one was getting into it. But this is also Tatooine. How many scavengers probably just shot blasters at it till it fucking got pieces <laughs> off and then ran with it, right? Or fucking Jawas. <laughs> right, Jawas will fucking tear anything apart. Just give them time. Hit it with electricity <laughs> and hope for the best. <laughs> They'll figure that shit out. So hopefully he's either got the ship hidden or it's, it's been, been torn to pieces. It's fucking been sold off. Someone, because as soon as Jabba died... Yeah, it was fucking fair game in Jabba's palace. The Rancor's dead. There's nothing left to guard it. Even like uh, he said at the Fall of the Empire, they're watching the hologram of the second uh -huh. Death Star explode. It ain't been like six fucking seconds, and the fucking cry the mining syndicate yep. comes in and fucking takes over. Just like that, that fucking fast, as soon as there's a power vacuum, that's it. That's how fast it goes. So, of course, as soon as Jabba died, and everyone was like, oh, fuck, the hut's dead. They raided that fucking palace for everything that wasn't bolted fucking down. And even then, I'm sure they fucking have bolt cutters or torches or uh -huh. whatever. Because he had some fancy shit there. Well, and they did the same thing on Korriban. A very strictly Sith plant, once again, extended universe, old stuff. Right. But they tore that place apart. It's a Sith world full of dark, horrible, monstrous force energy. Mm -hmm. People didn't give a shit. They got to get their money. Yep. So they raided it, broke it, tore it down, sold the holocrons. Now they're living Which rich. is ridiculous. I mean, because it's like... It, it, they they haven't even covered what happened to Jedi holocrons. There's bits and pieces, but they never really did say. Right. It doesn't matter. They We could go on that for a billion years, too. Yeah. But, I mean, I got a feeling that the way to do is that they'll have to crack that pearl open to get the kyber crystal. I would only say no because it was kind of a blink-and-you-miss-it thing. But it wasn't. They focused on hit they focused on the Tuscan Raider holding up that pearl for a good five seconds. Yeah, but I mean still I feel like that was more fan service than anything like, oh look at that crystal look at that dragon pearl. I remember when I got that. And that could be because Boba Fett could be fan service. Exactly. He, he uh, is. 
Right. At this I point, mean, he, he is. He is, he is the Star Wars fan service. There is no right. doubt. That's that. just what I'm saying. Because he's, he's the last character you see. Boba Fett rides off on the speeder bike, and then you see a character standing in the mm-hmm. sun. He turns around. It's fucking Boba Fett. It's got to be Boba Fett. So then you have to wonder, is he... Was that symbolic of him turning his back on that life? Yeah, that's that's the thing. We don't know. Right. I get it. And that's what I'm saying. So, but the fact that there's... We're going to have a new Jedi character. He's already pounding around with a fucking Jedi. Um, who, who else is going to fucking show up? See, ultimately, they gave us fucking nerds the ultimate, like... They threw gasoline on this shit. Yes. <laughs> right. They honestly did. Because mm-hmm. the next episode... We're not going to see Boba Fett. They want us guessing. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. They want us guessing. They don't want us to be able to... Because, see, that's the issue with the whole... That's why why the new sequels were doomed to fail. Because everyone had their... Just like we talked about. How many fans? How many voices? Who do you listen to? What makes a good story? Everyone is going to sit, just like we are, around a fucking table. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if they did this? Or, well, there was this one comic that did this, and then this one did that. And wouldn't it be cool if they took all that together? But they tried to be original. And since everyone's expectations were so high, it was doomed to be a failure. Even if it was good. I I kind of agree with that. I'm Okay, I'm going to give my my rundown 30-second how I see the new trilogy. Go. Episode 7, I enjoyed I actually Agreed. thought that they tried to do something positive with it. Episode eight was a two-hour fucking cop chase <laughs> and them yelling, pull over! And they're like, we're not pulling over. We're not doing that. <laughs> you guys need to pull over! And they're like, no, we're not doing that. I just like how you focus on that when that's... Even though that's the ticking clock of the movie, that's not the meat of the movie. I, I know. But, okay. but it took up so much screen time. They focused mm-hmm. on something like that and they tried to make it a a subplot of what was going on in the turmoil because they were waiting for them to run out of gas, basically. Pretty much. But they turned that whole fucking thing into, just pull over, guys! So they did that. Then the back and forth between the characters and then they get to the fucking planet. Uh-huh. And Anakin's there, but he's not... Or Luke is there, but he's not there. That was that was not that was a bad decision. <laughs> the reason I dislike episode eight so much is because they focused on shit that didn't need focusing on. They worried more about inner conflict between things. Episode four, five, and six. What conflict was there between the characters? None. Uh, they were they're basically united front a rebellion. Other than, am I going to fuck Leia or are you going to fuck Leia? <laughs> right. right. That was the worst. <laughs> that of was it. the conflict. And then it was like, oh, well, she's my sister. I can't do that. That's not entirely true. The the main conflict between characters really just came from Han Solo being an asshole. In 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 a sense. Like, uh, well, yeah, I got my money. Did you expect me to stay? That's pretty much it. It almost felt like they were trying to recapture the Empire Strikes Back. Whenever they were hunting down the Millennium Falcon. That's exactly what they were doing. And it did not work. Well, they blew it out of proportion. Exactly. There was nuance and subtlety. When you saw Boba Fett's ship flying out of the fucking trash that the the Star Destroyer left behind, you're like, oh, shit, they're being followed. It Uh wasn't, oh, no, that Star Destroyer is behind us at all times. It's... Pull over! You guys (laughs) need to pull over! So then they drop back into Episode Nine. And Colin gets kicked off of episode nine and they put JJ back in it and they decide we're at DEFCON four here. Uh-huh. We need to fix shit. 
let's make Avengers Endgame, but in Star Wars. Right. And they decide, let's retcon part of eight. Let's just use it as he was just fucking with her. And and then they retconned eight. And in the process of trying to do fan service for everyone that was pissed off over eight, they fucked up nine. You fucked up eight. You fucked up nine. Okay, but I will ask you this. I understand where you're talking. They were doing a lot of damage control of eight because they really were. But what about nine could have made it good? That's a good question. Because the story they had laid out, I don't think it could have worked. Bringing Palpatine back last second as, oh, by the way, I'm ultimate antagonist chief of the universe. Uh, nobody will ever be badder than me. I'm I'm the bad guy from the first two. You just didn't know it because fan service. Right. There was He's no, always been the bad guy. But That's there, what they, they portrayed it as. And I would have been, to be honest, I was fine with them bringing back Palpatine. I was fine with Ray being a Palpatine, but it didn't feel earned the way they did it. Right. Well, they even admitted, so, of course, in interviews, Kathleen Kennedy was like, oh, everything that happened was pretty much the plan the whole time. And then Daisy Ridley was in an interview, and she was like, we had no fucking clue what was happening. She's like, during filming, we were getting rewrites. Mm -hmm. In the middle of filming scenes, they'd be like, cut! All right, go back to your trailers, learn these new lines, because this isn't happening now. Now you're going to seduce a stormtrooper and stick a lightsaber up his ass. Right. They had no <laughs> fucking clue what they were doing. I would have paid to see that. And that's because they didn't have a fucking Dave Filoni. They didn't, mm, they didn't have someone. There was no unified yeah, leader. Exactly. There was nobody to point to and be like, you, oh, holy one, what should we do? Keeper of the book. <laughs> yep. There was Kathleen Kennedy who said, uh... I don't care about anything else. Just make sure that Ray is really strong. No matter what you do, she right. has to be strong. Right, right. No, that was that was the thing. She I, she wanted she wanted a super powerful female lead. And I have no problem with a female lead. That was never Agreed. my issue, exactly. issue not, with it. The the problem with her is the same fucking problem as Alice in Resident Evil. They made her too strong so they could have a strong woman. My bigger issue Instead of just make her a strong woman. Yeah. Just make her a strong, powerful person. There are fantastic, strong female characters. She does. Out there. We don't even have to focus on the fact that she's female. You could have made her Xena warrior princess. Xena fucked up all the time. Luke failed multiple times. Did Luke fail? Even it, up till he was so close to turning to the emperor in that last fucking fight. It's not even funny. He saw his father's hand. Yeah, and he was like, "I'm on the same path." He's like, "There a fucking one moment of clarity." And not only did he toss his lightsaber to the side, he threw it over the fucking edge. He made sure he couldn't get it back. Exactly. Yeah. He was like, I do not choose this. I'd I reject die yes. than... I reject this. It I don't know. And you know the good thing about Luke? If you had put if you had switched the twins around and put Leia in his place, it would have been the exact same story. Nothing would have been different. They even retconned Leia's training. They just I threw know. it in because they were like, Well, Ray needs a teacher. And that's fine. But nowhere in any section before did they ever mention that she was training as a Jedi. I would argue in part eight they did because of her floating in space. Right, but she's a fucking <laughs> Skywalker. She would have a natural affinity. That's why she could feel Hondai from a great distance. Mm -hmm. That that comes That's as easy as fucking breathing to her to have those small traits. I mean, in the extended universe, there becomes one the the old extended universe. There's one point where she actually trains under a fucking Trandashan, which is Bosk, the lizard people. And to clarify, she does not train under Bosk. She trains under his people, right? Because that would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'll teach you how to skin a Wookiee real fucking good. 
<laughs> but she trains under a trainer, Shan, named, uh, I could be butchering it, but it's Saba Sabatine. It, 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 anyway, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. Here nor there. But long story short, she becomes a badass fucking Jedi, but she doesn't fully walk the path of Jedi. She prefers politics because that's what she was raised with. She even carries a red lightsaber. For a while, I don't For know. For a while. Later yeah. on, I believe it's purple. Or I think it's purple. It's blue. Is it blue? Yeah. And it, there, there is parts of episode nine that, of course, Carrie passing away, that we uh-huh. will never really see what they planned on doing with it. But at the same time, like, what made me more upset with that whole deal of episode nine was the same thing I was upset with episode eight and the same reason I'm upset with episode seven to an extent. Mm-hmm. Episodes one through six. What was the story? What was the story about one through six? Uh, the rise, fall, and redemption of Anakin Skywalker. Correct. A Skywalker. A Skywalker. In episode four, it picks up with the farm boy. As soon as you realize that it is about Luke's adventure between coming from nothing to becoming a very powerful Jedi up until the end of Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. It's about realizing a legacy. Right. It is the redemption of his father. It is the turnaround of him conquering what his father thought he was. He really did. He really did beat Anakin, beat him back to Anakin. Uh, and to be honest, I, I think more than that, it was about the choices you make because he went through a lot of the same shit his dad did. Right. He just chose a different he path. He picked the different path. Right. right. And not a higher path, not in a condescending, I'm better than you way. It's a, no, you know you fucked up. I'm offering you the chance to make it right. Right. And Vader right. doesn't take it until it's too late. But he had two really good teachers. He did. He had Obi-Wan Kenobi. He had one really good teacher. Obi-Wan was great. Yoda was an asshole. Well, Yoda had to be. (laughs) There was a meme. It was like, did you notice the part in Return of the Jedi when Yoda got so sick of Luke's fucking questions (laughs) that he just fucking rolls over and dies? Okay, that is fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Told you, did he? (laughs) It's like, have you ever had your kids ask you so many fucking questions? You would just rather die. (laughs) That is quite Sorry, funny. it just popped in my head as we're fucking talking about this. But, but okay, another thing, too. Yoda let him make his mistakes. He, he could have stopped him. It, it, yeah. Don't go. L- like when he went to take off and head to Cloud City, he could have sabotaged the X-Wing and say, no, you're too important. He and what's was, funny is uh, uh, Obi-Wan, if he had still been alive, he might have done that. He, right. He may have been like... Because he, he wouldn't want Luke... He already failed with Anakin, and he wouldn't exactly. be able to let... But Yoda, as wise as he is, he's like, motherfucker got to fail. That plus, <laughs> even if he fails, we got to back up. Right, we got a sister. And that makes me think about an Attack of the Clones when they're on Genosius, Geonosia, and they're flying to meet up with Count Dooku. They're in pursuit of him. Yeah. And he's yelling at Anakin, no, you can't go. Mm-hmm. We got to go fight Count Dooku. Like, he's yelling at him like, no, you keep your ass on the boat. We ain't going back for her. We got a shit. We got narrative to do here. Uh-huh. We're sticking to it, and it makes me think like, and I I doubt it that it really has any symbolism to it. But an Empire Strikes Back, Obi Wan doesn't tell him don't go. Like Obi Wan doesn't say stay here. He does say like you need to complete your training. Yeah, he's like if you go, you'll only become a pawn of the Emperor. Right. He he doesn't. He, you're right. He really doesn't actually. 
Well, he does say don't go, but he's not forceful about it. Right. He's like, look, it will be a mistake. Right. He's trying to be more of a parental figure rather than, I'm your master, you'll do what I say. Right. Right. Okay. So Obi-Wan's matured a bit. So, and... And also, ghost. Yeah. <laughs> ghost dad took you fucking dying for you to learn a goddamn lesson. <laughs> but it, it also most of us. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but it also shows you that you know when he leaves, he's not mad at Luke for leaving. Mm-hmm. The first thing he does is spouts off. You know, he goes directly into the factor of like the dark side is is very appealing. You know, he lets him know like. Don't lead into anger. There's Don't lead be a into rut hate. In the table, right there, remarks doing the knife hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he he honestly is like, you know, fuck it. He's going. I got to give him some advice before he walks out the door. Like this is a he's a teenage kid. He's gonna go mm-hmm. fucking hot rod this car. He he knows just, everything anyway. Just make sure yeah. when you cut when your ass drifts left to cut, to cut the wheel right. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's uh-huh. he's trying to make sure they doesn't end up in a fucking ditch. I'm a jetty. I can hover some rocks. Yeah. I'm gonna go beat Vader. Mm-hmm. Bye. <laughs> he does stand up surprisingly well, even when Vader's going full fucking tilt on him. For a second. But how many hands does Vader fucking use when he's fighting him? None, because he doesn't have any left. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're both <laughs> robotic. He used one arm. Uh-huh. One fucking arm. He held the lightsaber with one arm the whole time he fought Luke, except for in the end when he's finally pissed off fucking yep. with him. He's, he's like, all right, I have officially had enough of this shit. Yeah, he, he gets got a little hit in the pissed hate When he got hit in the arm. Yeah. But you notice it took him two seconds to fucking cut his hand off yeah, yeah he's like oh you did not just <laughs> homie don't play that pull the sock out it's, it's like a black dynamite his friend dies he's like you don't fucked up now <laughs> apology to all listeners <laughs> that was the, the one thing in episode 7 I didn't need was them finding Luke's saber I I, I only the, the reason they did it was to build the mythology aspect of the Jedi but the problems it raises don't quite justify it. Well, what they needed was uh, Kylo and, had a lightsaber. What were they going to fight him with? There could have been... There's, it's Star Wars. They could have gone so many ways. I get it. But, I mean, when they think about it in the grand scheme of things, if you're going to have a lightsaber in it, a lightsaber has to clash against another lightsaber. Or else it's not Star Wars. At when, least in their eyes or their mind. There's I mean, two, two ways they could have done that. And this is just me. Sorry for cutting you off for you're it. No, you're right. Leia's lightsaber still existed. Mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi Luke's. They could have said Luke laid it down and walked away. Right. Because when he was done, he went to exile, remember? He right. He went to Exegol, or, well, or not Exegol, but... Uh, uh, the, the other planet with two suns. Keep the, in mind, they also he also threw his lightsaber over a fucking balcony. It was awesome, though. Yeah, yeah. I'll never turn to the dark side. Well, he had a green one later because it showed him in the flashback with Kylo. Yeah. So he obviously made another one. Right, that's what I meant. It looked a lot like the one from Return. Which also raises questions, but that's okay. I, it's the You know why they use Luke's. It's because it's got brand recognition. Mm-hmm. That, that, that lightsaber will make you more money than a brand new one. Well, also, it's the lightsaber that's lasted since episode, well, three now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Count Dooku did, or he did lose his other lightsaber, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Master's going to kill me. Yeah. Yeah, because it got smashed in the the, factory. Yep. Yep. But it's been the one that's been around since episode three, and I don't know. Like, you know, Luke had it. It's also simple and elegant and beautiful. 
It is not elegant. Have you ever tried to hold that fucking thing? Just, I mean, looking at it, it right. looks okay. It's very, it's very chrome on it's, camera. It is very chrome. on camera. It looks beautiful. It is photogenic. Yeah, right. photogenic. That's what I was looking for. It. We can speculate all day, but what's done is done. Mandalorian right. will do it better. And that's really sure ultimately so. what we were, were hoping for. Mm-hmm. At this point, with these two people in charge, I don't want to jinx it, but I don't know how they could fuck it up. With that being said, it's Star Wars, Star Wars without lightsabers. I feel yes, because in my opinion, Star Wars is a Western in space. There are elements of fantasy soap opera, mm-hmm. but it is a Western in space. You don't get the soap opera feel from episode four. You get a Western feel. Were there any lightsabers in Shadows of the Empire? You didn't use one. Uh, Luke does make an appearance in Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, but nobody ever really uses one, no. And we think of that as a Star Wars game. It's very highly regarded, Mm -hmm. matter of fact. So I would say, no, you don't need one. I mean, if you're going to be a Force user, a a lightsaber is expected. You don't need a lightsaber, but you do need the Force. Okay. That, that is okay. It's the binding thread of everything. Right. Baby Yoda doesn't have a lightsaber yet. Mm-hmm. We think of him as a Jedi. But I mean, once again, that raises whole further questions about his race, which maybe Ahsoka will answer if she knows. Well, what I'm, I'm you know what I mean. Though. I understand. She knew Yoda. She's got to have some info to dump on the Mandalorian. Right. Okay. Yeah. She might know something, even if she doesn't know like the whole backstory of his species, which she won't. You know. She'll know enough about the Jedi right. to tie it in. It almost seemed like Yoda didn't know. I wonder if Yoda kind of came into it the same way this one is, where he was just... Because I don't know for certain. I'm sure there's a lore master out there who is like, oh, let me fucking tell you something, motherfucker, and just school the fuck out of me, and that could be for certain. But I'm just curious if maybe... Because when... I'm going to tell you this. All the nerd knowledge that we have, like... It's surprising that we can even keep half this shit straight. It really is. Well, I'm just uh, Lucas. I was just trying to say fucking George Lucas, but oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I have so much whirling in my head. Nothing's coming out of my fucking mouth right. So even Lucas was like, Yoda is the old man, the old wise man that comes into the story, and you don't know anything about him. You don't mm-hmm. know his history. You don't know his origin. You don't know his loves, his fucking hopes and dreams, his failures. You don't know any of that. He comes in and he says, "Here's how we do shit." Also, here's how you do a couple things. Peace. And then he fucking leaves. He's the guy that comes in and he puts the hero on the proper path. He's Merlin. Right. And then yeah. he's gone. It, you, you've summed it up perfectly. He is Merlin. He's I mean, Merlin. Obi-Wan was Merlin first, but yeah. then he needed a new he needed a new teacher. He didn't know he, shit about being a Jedi. There's two things in Empire Strikes Back that it makes me wish I've never seen it and I didn't know anything about Star Wars. Okay. The first being whenever Luke runs into Master Yoda. And he starts talking to him, and he's just like, oh, powerful Jedi. You know, and, he, and it goes to the factor of, like, you don't know who the hell this little Muppet thing uh-huh. is. Like, you don't know what this creature is, who it is, what's going on. So, like, he's standing there talking, and then all of a sudden it's revealed to you that he is the Jedi Master. So there's that curtain pullback, in a way. And then, of course, the big reveal in Empire. Like, those two things alone make me wish I could wipe my mind to watch that all over again. Like, seeing Yoda for the first time as a kid, realizing that Luke wasn't, you know, wasn't just some farm boy. Uh Uh-huh. Like, he was pulled into this more so than he probably thought he was. 
like all of that as a kid and having that emotion that is something that you can't give a new ch child that because how many kids know what Yoda is and to the factor of like he's not the child he's not this everyone calls him baby Yoda like, yeah, he's not a baby Yoda, but they never gave him a name, and they just let us fucking go hog wild. Mm -hmm. Right. The well, child uh, is what he's called. Yeah. Right, the child. Mm -hmm. But to the point that, like, Star Wars is almost ruined to every generation from now forward. Cultural osmosis is what that's called. Yes. And, and it makes me sad that, you know, even my own daughter, when she finally watched Empire Strikes Back, there wasn't a moment of, like, oh, that's Yoda? There wasn't that moment. And even to the factor of like, oh, that's Luke's dad. Like, kids know that shit. That's, that surprise is gone. But I watched something kind of magical the other day. So I guess uh, back in the 80s, in 1980, when Empire was released, some kid's dad went to the theater with a camcorder and recorded as much of it as he could. So he got the audience reaction of the big reveal. Oh. And the, the gasp. From this shitty little camcorder uh -huh. back in the 80s is not only audible. That would have been an 8 millimeter. It was, just, it was like, oh, no. And there was a guy like, no. <laughs> Hearing that genuine of a widespread reaction right. the day it happened. Right, the original. Gotcha. That, that was well, amazing. Even James Earl Jones said when he was reading the lines uh -huh. that he was like, he's lying. He's manipulating Luke. He's just... He's just trying to get him to go a certain path, and he's going to feed him whatever story mm -hmm. he needs to get him that way. But no, it's absolutely fucking true. Most people didn't believe it. And why would you? You don't even know that Darth Vader's human. The right. one glimpse you get of him, he's just a burnt crisp. Right. Well, that's why they did that, <clears throat> to at least show you that he is a living creature somewhat. When I first watched Star Wars, I, I actually remember my reaction to seeing Darth Vader for the first time. I'm like, oh, Josh has action figures of him. <clears throat> He's that robot guy. <clears throat> so then when fucking Empire comes out and it's like, I'm your father, I'm like, wait a minute. How does that even make sense in universe? He's a robot. I was a kid. Right. I right. didn't know he was a guy under that suit. I thought he was a fucking robot. I thought he was another C-3PO. So. I guess the only thing that... I knew that there was a, a living creature from the breathing... Mm -hmm. uh, the only thing, like, when I was a kid, and I don't remember watching it for the first time, to be honest, but I remember thinking about Darth Vader being like, what, like, what is he, or why is he in this suit? Mm -hmm. And, you know, by the time you get to Return of the Jedi, you things get pretty much to the point where you're like, well, he can't live without it. And so it's like, what the, why would they put him in that suit? Like, Why mm -hmm. did they shine his suit up in that last movie so bad? You ever notice that? Everything in that movie is so shiny it hurts. I know, but I love his suit in Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. it's the, I love that black and gray. It is his best suit, in yeah. my opinion. Well, I remember, because we were kids, and I was I was into Star Wars, but at that time, you didn't at that age, I didn't look into lore and history. The movie was what it was, and that's all that existed. Because back then, nobody cared. And I even remember asking Mark, like, how did he get in that suit? And basically, even as a kid... You didn't exactly know, but you were like, Obi-Wan put him in that suit. That's what you said. You're like, Obi-Wan put him in it, and he was burned real bad. And and even then, like, the only thing I kind of knew was somebody, like, you would read something, and it would say mm -hmm. about him being in lava, and he was just like, what the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. Yep. Like, how do you get in lava and live through it? So you're thinking of him falling into a lava pit, and he right. comes out, and he's like, well, now I'm in a suit. <laughs> 
you know, just boggled your mind. I almost wish at the end of episode three, they leave Luke on the hill. When he's crawling up the hill after he's been burned. Oh, I w- you mean Anakin. Oh, or Anakin, sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry. I gotcha. I wish they would have never shown the scene of them putting him in the suit. It would have made more of an impact. Uh, but again, you got to have that brand recognition. See, I'm willing to bet that even George didn't want to have that scene in there. I don't know, because he was really big on the factor of he wanted that Frankenstein moment. Right. That's he, true. He was really big on, like, you know, that's why the no! You know what they shouldn't have shown? Is the mask coming on to Anakin. That is what they should have left ambiguous. You should just see this towering behemoth in a, in a table. It should have been the camera above his head, so his head resembled Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. In the same scene, I mean, he's, like, laying up on a slanted table, but the helmet come down on his head and cover the top of his scarred f- head. Just, yeah. You just like Empire. Right. Just right. like Empire. <clears throat> Though it did give a little bit of clarity. I remember watching episode four, and there was times in episode four, you can see the red tint uh-huh. on the on the hood. Right. And when they put that on his face, it was like red yeah. LED stuff yep. in there. Or red you know, red tinted glasses. Trying to yeah. fit a continuity. Right. Because, I mean, even in EU, they explain that his suit keeps evolving over the years. Because actually, through the years of his combat and also channeling the dark side, his body actually gets progressively worse. So he requires even more cybernetics to stay alive. So his suit keeps updating. I know it's not canon anymore, but even his fight with Starkiller. Yeah. That had to fuck him up. Well, and there was, I've even saw a few videos where basically the Emperor did not let him power up his suit. Like, Vader could have eventually at some point gave himself damn near, like, mech power Uh suit and, like, really beef himself up. But he didn't, because he didn't get the full Anakin, he didn't get the full living Darth Vader, he got this... He got a bargain bin discount. Right, right. So, he always had plans of replacing Vader. Yeah. Because he got robbed, is mm-hmm. what happened. He felt that he had been robbed by Obi-Wan, so he was like, fuck. And I kind of wish is that... all I've got. I do kind of wish that Palpatine had expressed that more. Yeah. Because yeah. he was basically like, oh shit, alright, put him on a ship, we'll put him in a suit. I wish that you would have seen Palpatine show the emotion. Disappointment. Yeah, Disappointment. Like, like, are you fucking But I mean, we, we've discussed it all before, too. The only reason that Vader is as powerful as he is is because he hates himself so much. There's that part of him he's like, I have fucked up so bad. (laughs) And he regrets everything he's done. So, and of course, hate, fear, and anger channel to the dark side. So, of course, that's going to give him a power boost because he hates Mm -hmm. himself. And and that is the deepest, strongest hate you can have. Yep. It's self-loathing. He can't. He can't stand what he is. Exactly. But he has no choice but to be it. And the only thing that gives him a glimmer of hope is when he finds out Luke is alive. And then he's like, we can fucking kill the Emperor. Mm-hmm. I can train I can train you, and we'll fucking rule everything. Fuck that guy. You know? But that's yep. the curse of the dark side. Well, yeah. If there's one thing I could change about episode three, I don't know how much thematic sense it would make, but I feel it would be more Vader-centric and more more interesting to Vader. Mm-hmm. One, I would want to find out what the fucking meaning of Vader is because he's just like, you'll be Darth Vader. You know, that there's no Right. Well, I mean, there. you know the, the real meaning. I No. 
is it Dutch? Oh, I meant in universe. Right. Well, I mean that that was that was Lucas's hint because Vader means father in like Dutch or I just thought it was short for invader. Right. No, it because it's supposed to be Vader, father. Well, what always drove me crazy was when the Emperor's giving him his name. He goes, "You'll be Darth Vader." It's just like. <laughs> What well, sounds cool? <laughs> but he's like going through his D and D characters in his mind, like which one had the coolest name? <laughs> Just the uh, like there. There was some like really goofy fucking like he hammed it up. Did you really need the fucking orgasmic faces when you're swinging your lightsaber against the Jedi? Like there was so much of that shit. I'm just like. It's almost, like, hard to watch. When he's fighting Mace Windu specifically. That, well, that whole scene. Because McDermott is not a... I'm, he's not a physical actor. No. no. He comes off to me as, like, Shakespearean stage actor. He's, right. He, he is like Christopher Lee, except Christopher Lee knew how to fucking fight. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, if you watch the fights with Christopher Lee, a lot of his face is CGI. They throw his face onto an actor just because at that point he was too old. Which is funny because he was bragging in the, the extra material. He's like, I think I've done more fencing on stage than any performer in the world. <laughs> because of course you did, Christopher Lee. <laughs> it sounds just like him. <laughs> <laughs> did I ever tell you? May I regale you of the tale when I was Dracula? <laughs> I was say the same thing. I was like, Dracula. <laughs> Which is funny. That's the one Sorry, where I got hated. pretty loud there. Uh, I still, like... Josh and I got in the truck the other day, and I've, I think we've mentioned this already, but the first things out of my mouth was, do you know what I have wrong with episode three? And Josh right. pointed out, like, we're almost, we're almost 40 years old, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're got, still fucking talking about it. Let me paint the it. picture. We're heading to lunch, so I get in the van, and there's like 10 seconds of fucking silence. And he's like, you know what I hate about episode three? <laughs> and I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I mean, I'm happy to talk about it, but it just seems like... Should have been it, like episode three of Roseanne. Oh God, I'm right with you. I ya. mean, it should have been more. You know, I mean, you don't believe what the the tax code in my city is going. To. I mean, it's crazy because they've you know they've got me now zoned in as a, a business <laughs> place. So now I have to increase my. No, it's not that. It's like you know that part where fucking Sebulba fucking <laughs> says that one thing and it just pisses me the fuck off. Remember when he says Bantha Poodoo? What does even that mean? <laughs> Anyway, we got off tra- off topic for the yeah. billionth time. Yeah, no shit. It but the matter. the one thing that like ate me up was why on the fucking earth did they split up going after the goddamn emperor? Like that has killed me the most in episode three when Obi Wan and okay, Yoda yes. are planning on how they're gonna do things. They go, "Hey, I got this great idea. Let's split up and go after the greater evil." Yoda was a big fan of Scooby Doo at the time. It's fine. I knew it. But seriously, they they probably could have taken him the fuck out if it was the two of them. Yep, that's my point. Uh, my big... It's not even a complaint. It's just if I had the power to change one thing, I would have had the Mustafar fight happen at the end of the second act, and I would have had the invasion of the Jedi with Vader in full regalia be the last half hour of the movie. And see, they could have done that. They could have done it like Anakin has fallen... Anakin fell at the end of the second act. Everything is gone Who's to this hell. new fucking dude, Darth Vader? Who is this guy? Oh, my God. He killed everyone. Because in all the fucking extended material, it's like, oh, I don't know who this Vader guy is, but I'm sure real sad about how Anakin went out. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you... He is everywhere for the neck For a week, you know? He is Vader for, like, well, probably two or three days. But still, how much more... 
menacing, intimidating would it have been to instead see this black monolith coming at you with a fucking red lightsaber. Right. And it would have been cooler to see that is when he should have killed the fucking younglings, which I think that's stupid addition to begin with, but it should have been after he really fell, when there was nothing left in his life. Lucas made the prequels, and he was targeting kids. That's why you had Jar Jar. Oh, he was targeting kids, all right. Yeah, I know, but I mean, you're... Aim higher. (laughs) You know, he, he was trying to get a new generation of people into his property. I don't think Lucas thinks business-wise like that. He's like he's trying to get a new generation well, into his story. And that's why I created Jar Jar Binks. Because uh, <laughs> kids like Jar Jar Binks. And that's why I didn't give him a single line in Return of the or Revenge of the Sith. So <laughs> Maxi bid the force is what but, he says. But then he has that part where he it, I mean doesn't show it, but I mean it's highly fucking suggested. That part was so fucking I will say, of all the shit that he did do just the persuasion of Anakin kicking on his lightsaber in front of that kid. Like, there's actually reaction videos online uh-huh. of women like, oh, God, what's Anakin going to do? And then it goes in there and he kicks that lightsaber on and they'll start crying. I was watching a, a girl watch the entire six-movie series for the first time recently, and she's she started the review of episode three because you watched the movie with her, and she's like, everybody told me that they feel bad for the kids. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> and then she gets to that scene and she's like, Anakin's going to help him get out, right? <laughs> she's like, you didn't. <laughs> Master Skywalker, there's too many of them. What do we do? I like how they picked the most fucking horrible actor of a kid to do that to. What I would do is I would take that scene. He's like, what do we do? And then I would cut to that commander guy from uh, The Last Starfighter. <laughs> and that little red lens comes over his eye. And he's like, Psh! Die. <laughs> you heard they're going to make another one of those, Oh, didn't yeah, you? I'm excited. What the hell, man? It better have two Death Blossoms. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Double Death Blossoms. <laughs> there better be two of those motherfuckers. <laughs> and whatever, whatever uh, game they use to uh, recruit Starfighters, <laughs> it better at least have fucking Super Nintendo graphics. That's all I have to fucking say. Because if it's still 1981 arcade graphics, I'm going to be pissed. Watch him fucking use, like, VR headset or some shit. No one nowadays, they would start it with the old arcade machine. Like, because everything happened and he left and he was a starfighter, it got boxed up somewhere. And then some kid accidentally finds it. And he's like, oh, this is kind of neat. Check that. Check this retro stuff out. And then he gets beamed up. Oh, this is kind of neat. Right. I really yeah, like exactly. this. It's yeah. the shake weight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if they're not using an arcade, it won't be doing it justice because I hate it when they modernize things that don't need to be Well, modernized. remember when Jumanji got switched to a, a video, video game? Video game? No, I don't remember that because I never watched it. No. It didn't happen. Okay. They did it twice. It sucked. Actually, I'm told it was really good, but it sucked. I don't know about real good, but it's not terrible. Maybe it's a little terrible, but I don't know. It's got Karen Gillian. I was going to say she's in it, and it made me happy. They actually did an interview with her. Her outfit, they had to, like, shop in the kids' section. Because they, have that they, shit as tight as possible. They wanted it to be as revealing and as sexy as possible. So, they're like, what do we do? Uh, we'll go to the kids' section. Good thing she's, like, a size negative two. Well, yeah, she's skinny as hell anyway, so. <clears throat> but she said she was awfully often embarrassed on set just because she was wearing so little clothes. Anywho. She looks tiny compared to The Rock next to her, so. <laughs> 
they have a kiss scene in it since they're both kids in real life. So they're like, and they're like rubbing tongues together. It's fucking hilarious. Oh I love that part. That's my favorite part <clears throat> of the movie. But anyway, Mandalorian. It's it was, good. This is pretty, pretty good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. GamerDA.com is our website, folks. Go to it. Go to it. Stalk it. Leave us some hate mail, love mail, don't care. Show us that picture that your five-year-old drew. How are we doing? Do you like our content? Do you not like it? Do you want us to change something up? Do you not like us going off the rails? Do you love us going off the rails? Do we need to talk about Star Wars more? Do we need more cowbell? Do we need to talk about Star Wars less? Don't you dare say we need to talk about Star Wars less. That's not even in the books. Where else can they reach us, folks? I actually can't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> Is it Twitter that I usually do? Yes, sir. Twitter yep. at CameraDA1. Facebook at Mike... What the <laughs> fuck? At Sorry. My Chemical Romance. <laughs> I'm reading text at the same time, which I should not be fucking doing. Facebook at Gamer Discretion Advised. Facebook at Gerard Way. We're, we're, in, we're in his thing. Podcast at GamerDA.com is our email address if you would like to get in contact with us and tell us what you think. You know what you should do? You should, like, give us lightsabers for Christmas. That way we can duke it out and film it. And These are already bad ideas. I'm bringing a TV into here that you will not destroy with a lightsaber. Negative. Ghost Rider. He still may try. <laughs> do or do not, there is no try. Exactly. <laughs> See ya.